Welcome to Cinema Bushido. I am your host, Matthew Whitaker, and with me, as always, is my better half, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day's a holiday. How are you doing today? Good. Today is good. Uh, we are going to be talking about something really fun. Before we get there, um, I want to... Uh, tonight, we have a returning guest, and um, she came. She joined us a couple months ago, I think it's already been, to talk about um, the severely damaged turtles and their um, recovery from radiation poisoning. It was like a PETA episode we did. Anyway, the turtles got better, and they got kind of strong, and it was pretty good. But Ashley Davis, how are you, Ashley? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Um, you brought someone with you tonight as well. Um, your true BFF, Maestro Joe Davis. How's it going, Joe? Pretty good. How y'all? I, you know, she just asked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're still doing well. Um, I brought you both on um, because uh, even though Ashley, uh, she, she managed to make that uh, last show very enjoyable, you guys are doing a YouTube show together. Um, it's called BFF, Because Fan yep. Friction. And uh, I've watched a few episodes. You guys have a lot. You you did these what weekly at this point, and then you did your whole backlog. Um, we did but, them. Yeah, bi weekly. Yeah, yeah. And okay. yeah, the backlogs were weekly, and now we're going back to bi weekly because fan friction. Uh, by the time this airs, it'll already uh, started again, but we're going to start recording those again this weekend. Yep. Okay, and uh, the um, fan friction coming up is that the. Uh, and by the time this comes out, it will have already happened. But that's the um, the championship uh, belt on the line episode. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Brian versus Kimber versus uh, Jonathan Youngblood, who was on the Screen Junkies uh, fan championship. He was in the final episode. He beat our producer, Jack. So. I saw that. I saw that episode. That's great. And you know who we're rooting for. Uh, uh, he's a... A regular guest, uh, Mr. Herskulis himself, <laughs> C-130, as, as Leroy calls him. <laughs> yeah, we're fact-checking, so we're trying to remain neutral. So okay. definitely. Uh, we're definitely huge fans of, of all three fighters. Yes. I can say the same thing. I think that they've all done a great job. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be a really cool battle to watch, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely glad I'm watching from the fan, ch uh, the checking chair, not the actual battle chair. <laughs> I oh. do not want to fight any of those people. I would be, like, sick to my stomach in, like, you know, worry. I'd be like, Ugh! I just, yeah. 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 I, I fought both Kimber and Brian, and yeah. I I'm more scared of Kimber, though, because we think alike, and she's way uh, tougher than I am. And I fought Brian before, and I've, I managed to steal some points from him. So nice. Well, Joe, well, Joe with the with the BFF stuff, um, is it uh, is it was that mainly your idea that uh, you know, just like us, you want to get Ashley out there and talking about movies? Uh, well, actually, doing the show was more her idea, but I, I think while we were brainstorming stuff, is I was the one who, I was the one who came up with the title. Yes. Right? Yeah, so it was her idea to do something that because we wanted to do something on YouTube for a while, do a show of some sort because we, you know, we like stuff and we like talking about stuff and we're each other's best friend, so why not talk about stuff together? And uh, we uh, we were doing fan friction at the time, and we decided to do something kind of synergistically with it. Nice. Um, all right. Well, tonight we are talking about um, a very awesome movie. Um, actually, I, I wasn't even thinking about doing this movie as part of Cinema Bushido, but at one point, um, Lee called me one night, and he's just like, holy shit, this is the greatest freaking movie in the world. <laughs> and of course, it was Predator. So, um, yeah. did predator hit um 87 87 um yeah so director john mctiernan 
1987 Predator. Um, as always, we start out with Lee. Lee, what did you think of Predator? Best movie, best action movie for almost 20 years. Greatest of all time. Uh, I can't get over it. Can't, can't, can't watch it enough. Everybody should watch this movie over and over again. Yeah, and does that include uh, it's, it, all of its sequels? Those were shameful and should never be mentioned again. <laughs> okay. And anybody Whoa. who had a hand in those productions should be drug out in the street and beat like a sick dog. Oh. Okay, so we've got we got Lee's perspective. Uh, let's pet on Joe. Why don't you? I could hear you were getting a little bit of uh, what? Are you a Predator Two fan? I am actually a hardcore Predator Two fan. I like it so much, so much. But Predator One is uh, the first movie I remember seeing. I'm sure I've seen other movies, but uh, apparently they did not leave as much of an impact as Predator, and uh, it affected me as a child and made it difficult to sleep in my room. Uh, by myself, and uh, it was it was very challenging because of that. I was always afraid of the predator coming in through my closet because I had this light uh, in from the house across uh, across a little side alley from us that shone through a tree onto my closet and had that wavy effect that the predator had. But um, this was one of my favorite movies growing up, and I think it's probably why I love the sci-fi genre and action movies and Arnold. Yeah, you know, it's really neat the way um, it was the time in the 80s where things like this happen. You're going and you're going to go watch this new Arnold Schwarzenegger film. And suddenly it wasn't just him killing people. It was a sci-fi flick as well, which sci-fi was just, you know, 80s awesome, right? Yeah. Well, and going into it, like, you really think it's just another, like, commando style movie. Because I think that was, like, one of his bigger movies where he was the hero before Predator was Commando, if I remember correctly. Uh, and uh, that's kind of what this this had a real strong feel of initially, and then suddenly it's an alien movie. Yeah. Um, Ashley, on to you. This is actually my first time watching Predator. Uh, I know. We had this movie growing up. Uh, do y'all remember uh, like the HBO free preview weekend, and your parents yeah. would just record random movies on VHS? Well, this was the last movie on our copy of Spaceballs and Dragnet and Predator. You know, a good triple feature. But I've always been really afraid of things when I was little. Like, even, like, the most innocuous movie would, like, if it got too intense, I would want to change the channel. So even just watching the intro of Predator as a kid, I I would get too scared knowing what was coming. And I would shut it off after Dragnet. So for decades, I just never watched that movie for whatever reason. Kind of embarrassing because I love action movies. So yeah, this is the the first time I've ever ever saw it, and I was really impressed with it. And I think it holds up pretty well, even with some of the special effects that you can definitely tell they're from the late 1980s. But they don't look uh, as bad as other films with a smaller budget would look if we looked at them now. And I thought it was a very well-paced movie, well-crafted. All the characters were really awesome. Wasn't it neat, like, the whole ensemble thing that they did there? Like, you don't have a lot of characters in this. You have a lot of people who are going to die. But they started out, uh, they introduce who's going to be in it, and they really give everybody kind of their fair time on screen and all of that. I thought it was neat. It reminded me of, like, the old 70s movies, like, um, like uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Charles Bronson and crew in World War II. Yeah, you know, they would do that, uh, the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, is the idea that you're, you're getting these people, maybe they're not all super famous, but you get a couple guys that can definitely carry the movie, and then you introduce some other people, and uh, you see where it goes. And yeah, I feel like you're right, it worked out very well. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and all of the characters, even the worst of them, are relatively likable in a different fashion. Like, uh, you know, Jesse Ventura, when we first get introduced to him, is a pretty crass character, but he's a fun, crass character, and he's very much of the 80s and of his time in this movie. Yeah, it went the other way for me. Like, I was like, Carl Weathers, hell yeah, and then, like, part the way through, I was agreeing with, like, that other dude, Bill Duke, I'm Mac. Um, I'm just like, gut him, gut him, Mac, <laughs> pull him in the bushes and stab him in his stupid guts. He's a noisy loser. Yeah, one of the things I like is that in the very beginning, like, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, who's a total fucking badass, is like, he's just going off and he's making these jokes about a word I won't use on the air. But uh, that's that's real military. That's the real culture to this day in the enlisted court. Like, that's, that's stuff that's still passed on. They talk like that. 
you never learn to cuss until you go in, right? So he he he, they, he he's cussing up a storm and having a good time. You got Mac and and you the synergy between Jesse the Body Ventura and Sergeant Mac is like perfect. Like you really believe by the end of the movie that those guys have been through their shit together, you know? Yep. And you know and and Carl Weathers looks perfect. And then they they lock hands and he and he, they're like flexing and and Arnie's like they would that the CIA got you pushing too many pencils. It's like there were little little jokes all throughout the movie. It wasn't just the camera work and and the and the pacing. It was like there were the attention to detail outside of some of the action stuff, which they they were always going to get away, away with in the eighties, where they all stand out in the open and whatever. But otherwise, every every little thing about this movie was like really well done. I mean, I I would say for almost twenty years, it was the best action movie ever produced. Seriously, like I would, I would go to bat for that. It was just so good, and the sci-fi element was cool. But it was like it wasn't, it wasn't just the sci-fi element, and it wasn't just the action. It was like the whole package that just makes it uh, infinitely watchable. I like the arm wrestling thing that you brought up because I feel like that sets the stage for the whole movie, right? They, you know, mm-hmm. give each other the handshake, and then the the little arm wrestling thing here. It's like not just that, you know, Arnold, of course, is going to be more badass than poor Carl Weathers. Or Dutch and Dylan, I guess I should say, but that we're watching one of those movies that's going to be all about um, overblown masculinity and, you know, who's the bigger badass? The ultra machismo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, Ghost, this is not Athens, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> could have been. It could have been, indeed. You just take those guys out, you know, out of the Coliseum and you put a predator out there with them, and same movie. Spears and everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I wanted to, uh, I mean, we can just talk through, uh, you, you know, some of our favorite scenes. Uh, um, yeah. In fact, that's probably a good way to go. There's so much we can, um, we can just keep loving the movie and giving it the, the virtual hug. But um, in particular, I wanted to just bring up that first battle scene at the village. I thought that might have been one of the best battle scenes I've ever seen. The munitions sound really authentic. Like, it's it's ridiculously over the top with the explosions and, and uh, the types of weapons used. Give me your impression. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we were watching it, and Ashley brought it up later on, but from the get-go, when he lifts the car up and lets it go with the, the freaking bomb satchel in it and everything. Um, my first thought was like, wow, this is very much like when I was playing one of the more recent Metal Gear games where you like you stealth in, then you cause a big havoc, and then you just like one-man army them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed with that scene, especially because it's the stuff that precedes it with all of the stealth maneuvers and them giving each other the signals and done very well and to me felt very realistic even though I've never served in the military and then uh, chaos ensues and then it's just an all-out bloodbath of them taking out uh, that installation and again yeah very it felt very much like a video game but not in a bad way. I had one of Lee's favorite things that he always brings up uh, about 80s movies um, how everybody was entirely invincible to the massive amount of guns being fired at them, but it was very satisfying yes. to see from from our perspective the heroes' guns hitting every mark. I mean, there is so much blood and so many guys. Like there was just, I thought, well, how many guys would be in a village that size, like in the middle of freaking nowhere? Probably about twelve, right? No, there were like fifty to sixty people, helicopters, extra cars. Yeah, but that there was, weren't when they were all done. <laughs> right and i think they even killed like some of the hostages too that they were supposed to rescue um it's like uh, i think you should probably be a little more careful with that gunfire if they didn't kill them man it, it they should have made a point of mentioning that that could have killed them <laughs> totally leroy uh my favorite part was when the when uh jesse the body of a chair is like that guy's dug in there like a tick you know he's got that he's got that cover and then, and then they just handle it and i was just like Oh man, it's a good thing I'm wearing a condom right now because this is great. <laughs> is that the, is that the part where um, he came up to the other guy and he was yeah. about to put, you know he's like you're bleeding or whatever yeah he's like you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed yeah. Time to bleed. <laughs> yeah yeah it was awesome. Uh, it, the, that Gatling gun also by the way the one that Jesse was carrying around or Blaine was ca- or was carrying around that was a freaking beautiful piece of hardware. 
Yeah, I was. I read something that like the the actual gun itself is normally um, attached to a helicopter or something like that. Yeah. So so they had to slow down its rate of fire um, so that you could actually see what it was doing, and um, not to mention like it would just shake the shit out of you. Like you would not be able yeah. to. Yeah, I thought that was really really interesting that well that they put some sort of level of authenticity to even the ridiculous gun. Yeah, and I mean you compare how much that would weigh. You know, there's no way you could you could have a lot of armament on that because the weight of that alone would be completely onerous compared to like an M240 Bravo, which is kind of like not nearly the same kind of weapon, not nearly the same kind of power. And it's an onerous weapon like it, only the big guys have that gun. Right. They don't give it to the little guys. And so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it's delicious, though. Like the thing is, is we don't need it to be, uh, you know. It, you know, we you only get to do it in video games now. They don't do it in movies, but when you when you play a video game, there's nothing more satisfying than like putting yourself out there for everybody else to take you down and just eliminating them all in an unrealistic fashion. And that's oh, what yeah. has taught me. You know, it's the uh, it's the Dynasty Warriors effect, is what I like to call it, because you're it's a video game where you're like one warrior just mowing through an entire army by yourself in an incredibly stupid and unrealistic fashion. Uh, that, uh, and like in, uh, they have a lot of those types of battles in Uncharted, which is very has a very similar feel to this movie without the alien element. Oh, well, I guess maybe in certain parts of the game, but in the initial part of the game, it's just very a standard, you know, treasure hunting game, kind of like Indiana Jones, but with sarcasm. And you have to fight all of these guerrilla warriors, and there's a lot of those. Uh, Gatling gun kind of situations where you're just mowing down like all these like faceless villains. Yep. It's really satisfying. Yeah, do you feel like Jesse, um, his role um, was a lot like, uh, well, so there's Drax, right, from Guardians of the Galaxy, um, mm-hmm. just a, the big meathead kind of guy, or um, even I was thinking uh, in uh, Rogue One, the guy with the chain gun you know we we always see the big dude with the really big gun i guess even arnold i mean uh, even uh sylvester stallone did the same kind of thing in rambo right isn't wasn't there a point where he had some sort of chain gun that you should not be able to carry and you somehow you know yeah i remember some sort of oversized machine gun of some sort (laughs) i love it please don't ever compare jesse the body ventura with sylvester stallone again yeah, let's not do that. Why? I, I like Sly a lot better. Dude, Jesse the Body Ventura was a real, like, Navy SEAL and a real badass. And and Sly was, like, you know, he was Rocky. Which was less, re- it was just less realistic than Star Wars. I know, the Italian Stallion, we've all, we've yeah, all heard I, the rumor. I happen to know uh, for a fact that if you value one above the other, it's the fact that um, you, he would get naked on camera, so... I mean, dick, dick's out for Harambe, bro. I mean, <laughs> I miss him. Yes. Uh, yeah, me too. Oh, Harambe. Ashley hasn't said anything. Well, what do you think, Ashley? What was the second best part of the movie outside of that action sequence? I really loved when Arnold was making all of the improvised weapons to fight off the Predator kind of in the third act. It, it reminded me a lot of Home Alone, actually. Uh, where he's like setting up a trap and making all <laughs> he's making a bow and arrow and he's he's dismantling uh, bombs to like make some kind of leaf explosion and put, covering himself in mud. That part of the movie was really enjoyable. Seeing him trying to prep to fight this nearly unstoppable force. Yeah, it was probably a prequel to Home Alone. Like this was like <laughs> the great granddad, and then he taught Kevin all of his cool tricks. Of course. I, I really want like a video of the, of him doing all this prep with that dun 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 I totally thought first blood, but like, come alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. You totally ruined that VHS when you were a kid, didn't you? <laughs> Just watched it over. I watched it over and over. I, I I'll admit it. <laughs> he, Honestly, he, that that guy screwed me at Kunis for forever. I mean. You can't be mad at Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah. We don't hate you, Macaulay Culkin. We just, we just don't respect you. We just wish you didn't look like the. <laughs> we wish you didn't look like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, Macaulay Culkin. You went so, from so cute. I think at one point it's like a, it's like a bee or a, or some no a mosquito a, a mosquito the size of like a, I don't know a truck came and just sucked all the life juices out of poor Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> 
That was the end. <laughs> but oh, Home Alone, I'll man. never see Predator the same way again. From now on, when I'm watching that ending sequence, I'm going to change the music in my head, and I'm just going to be... <laughs> I, I mean, if somebody could just do this for me and just video edit it to have one point where where Arnold puts his hands on his cheeks and goes, Oh, no! I mean, uh, <laughs> it would be money. Or, or, or do a montage where Macaulay Culkin is building those little toys, and instead of the music that they have, which is all festive and kind of intense, it's like the music from The Predator, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, that would be epic. I'm going to blackout drink tonight, so I don't remember this. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, you know, uh, the, the lifting the truck thing, just finally in that scene, you brought that up, Ashley, and our... Yeah, yeah, you thought, you know, that was perfectly... Just circle like, the wagon back. <laughs> circle the wagon back from poor Macaulay. Um, I'm not trying to be a Canadian here. I'm just trying to... Uh, no, um, I feel like... That's a that, real Canada thing to say, my friend. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I honestly don't believe that that was even in the script. There was a point where the, he was just like, well, how's anybody going to realize that my muscles are so big? I'm going to have to lift a truck off of some freaking blocks and put a bomb in the back and blow up half the village. And they're just like, come on, Arnold, people can tell. They can see your body. You're a really big man. Do you not remember Do you not remember the handshake with Carl earlier? <laughs> right. the, the handshake that turned, like, turned non-regulation uh, arm, arm wrestling? wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, he's like, well, what about the guy who gets the big gun? All I get is the machete or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's it. Well, that was my celebrity impression of the episode. I just did Arnold. <laughs> Joe can do a really good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. <laughs> okay, go for, go for it. I was I was replicating some of the lines after they came up. If you if you can bleed, we can kill it. Get, <laughs> get us a chopper. <laughs> okay, how about you, Ashley? Can you give me uh, any any impression? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. All of his lines are inappropriate, and I can't say them. <laughs> Okay. All right. We'll leave. I can't do it. I can't do an Arnie. Yeah, exactly. Chill out. Uh, Yeah, I can't do an Arnie impression, dude. You know that. I've already failed at that. Remember, we did the get to the chopper. I just meant anybody from anybody from Predator. Like, see, I I I, I can easily do. um, I can do like that guy on the on the chopper. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, everybody, look out! They're gonna shoot us. That was spot on, bro. I know, right? I, I, I think pra- I could do I Consuela. It. I watched it like, right. <laughs> Give me the gun. And that's about it. That's what I got for you, buddy. Consuela, when she's all like speaking to him while he's carrying the wounded guy at the end. And whatever happened to Consuela, I'm not sure. But definitely at some point she's like, she's just like, Give me the gun. And I was just like, Yeah, dude, think about it. Think about it. Carrying an M16. And a human body. I know you're Arnie, but come on. Yeah. Give her the gun. She if somebody's got to die, it should be her. She was on the chopper at the end. She made it. Oh, that's right. I just I just always f- forget her because I don't like her. Well, the chopper may not have like been able to pick it. Well, no, there was that mushroom club. Well, and I uh, and I sent you guys a picture of what actually happened at the end. Um, they don't show you what really happens, but Dutch never he gets picked up, but he gets dropped off, back off. Oh yeah. wow! Really? But don't they call yeah. that like the the ad hoc argument or whatever? It, it's the argument that comes later on because you can just do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't it doesn't cool. fit because all of those comics came in like ninety one or something like that, where the movie was in the eighties. So at that point, you could just be like, well, and yeah, and the predator actually didn't die. His body was just a vessel for his little ant brain, and his ant brain took on the spirit of light. And I don't know. You get where I'm going with can this, I, right? Can I buy drugs from you now? Because that makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever. Spirit of light, huh? Yeah. Ant brain. <laughs> fuck, dude. I honestly don't oh, know. Fuck. But you get what I'm saying is that after the fact, it's easy to go ahead and add on to but, stuff and say, yeah, you know, Dutch, it's what, Dutch it's what George never, Lucas did when he ruined all of Star Wars. Like, you know. Dutch, Dutch never made it. That's the point. Never mm. survived. <laughs> See, it's interesting, though, because we, we mentioned Predator 2 earlier, and there's evidence in Predator 2 that Dutch did make it, because that's how they have any sort of information about what that thing even was. Well, the Predator 2 is Concrete Jungle in the comics, which is the first comic. And so what happens is is that Schaefer, who is even bigger, he looks like Brock Samson from oh, The Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. But he's, like, he's like massive, and he's got like, but he's got, like, a military haircut, and he's got blonde hair, and he's he's, like... 
he and what happens is is that he's a homicide detective and that's how they that and then what happens is is that the whole comic series like for the first omnibus is like dutch goes from like america to like soviet russia to like the central america and he's like he is the predator killer like he and like the government has like a is always tasking him now to go to places where the predators are because they know about the predators but they want to keep it from the public so predator 2 is basically like an ad hoc of that um and so like yeah there's there's like there's questions that dutch dutch would have survived but the problem with dutch is that they dropped him off because he got a disease like a like a predator std and they couldn't (laughs) It, they couldn't deal with it, so they dropped him off. But it, it's sad. But uh, yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that this is the second greatest action movie of all time now. But it held the title for like 19 years solid. I mean, this is. I mean, the ensemble, the the casting. I don't care what anyone says. This was. I mean, any anybody who's like 15, who's never seen this movie, shame on your parents. You yeah. need to watch this movie. Download it or buy it or whatever you do. I don't know. Whatever. Look, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't just blame the parents. There's like some personal responsibility that goes into that. Yeah, they true. Should. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, you what, should be donating well, plasma if you're 15 and go get this movie. Well, with a lot of younger audiences, especially around that age, I mean, they'll look at this movie and like they're gonna notice the flaws, even though they're very minor with like the special effects. Like that's a really big deal to them. So, like, I don't know if they would appreciate this movie as much as we do because, you know, we we grew, up, we grew up in that era, so we know when a movie is good from that time period. Yeah. Kids totally. today don't appreciate, like, it's really hard for them to get on board with older movies because it doesn't have all the flash and uh, uh, bells and whistles that today's movies have. I mean, if you look at this film, it took a long time for them to actually reveal the full Predator when we actually get to see his face. And uh, even before then, just the masked face, they would just do subtle shots. They would show you his point of view through his infrared camera. They would show you shots of his hands doing stuff, but you didn't ever get a full uh, look at him until much later after a lot of things had happened in the movie. A movie today would not wait that long, and the first or second scene, you would get to see a full image of the Predator. And so the pacing of this movie is really brilliant, but again, today's audiences, you know, they might not appreciate the slowness, what they would consider, of the plot. When that the, the loneliness of the jungle and everything, I, I just think that's pretty, really brilliant, the, the pacing, the way that led up to, he, I mean, really, even then, it was you really felt isolated, right? Oh, yeah, they definitely were out there alone, and I like how um, Arnold was confronting uh, Carl. Yeah, I guess when it's like, what are, exactly are we doing here? Like, you came to get this file. Like, you've misled us. Like, that's totally not... Like, you need to be honest with me. And, like, you've endangered our whole team Which, coming out here. And then there's this force that they didn't know that was going to exist, obviously. Which is totally like an 80s action movie trope anytime you're dealing with like a military situation that you can't trust the CIA because the Cold War makes them untrustworthy because they got to do stuff. Oh, yeah. You mean the CIA would lie to people? That's ridiculous. I mean, for the greater good. (laughs) Speaking of things that 80s movies did that they don't do anymore, that this movie, um, it was one of the last to do it. It's having one of the main characters being a Native American that uses a little bit of the magical mumbo jumbo to, you know, in his case, it wasn't so much magic, but, you know, he had kind of the overblown senses it was the the better version again like every single version a better version of daredevil that you know even though you had to say he had he could sense things around and that's he had like that that hunter's tracking ability thing yeah. that hunter sense yeah yeah i, I like oh, that billy i miss that my, one of my favorites that did that was um of course um poltergeist 2 uh, a really fun character there that you know had to um, get the evil demons out of the station wagon and um, random stuff like that. <laughs> it gave me a really mixed up idea when I was a kid of what Native Americans would do and what what, what their powers were because I'm just like I, I don't I don't quite get it. But I know if you put makeup on and you're a Native American, you can track anybody and you can use the powers of magic to do weird stuff like exercise a demon from a car. This is what the ex- this is what the Expendables wishes it was. But, you know, sans the erectile dysfunction and with a story. 
Ooh, that's a really good point. I know. Yeah. So see, hashtag no expendables. Now all the kids will watch it. Watch this movie. It's going to change your life. <laughs> or maybe something oh. like a hashtag like a no Viagra endables. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, you can totally tell that like Expendables was totally just heavily pulling from this because it's like one of the handful of movies that you have this major ensemble cast where even if they're not all major actors, you they're all major characters that you get the feeling have this massive background with each other. Yeah. And uh, because of that, they, they flow off of each other really well. Okay. Oh, I mean, these guys are thug life. I mean, you can say whatever you want about the 80s and all their bad stories and bad movies and bad haircuts. You know, we'll stop with the bads. But the thing is, is that this movie, like, they casted people who looked like they were actually in the shit for real. You know, yeah. and it was, it's not just this movie. In the 80s, you had to look, you had to have a certain look to be an action star. You know, you couldn't be like, uh, oh, Jason, Matt Damon. Jason Statham, who I love. Yeah, or... But you could. Or Matt Damon yeah. and be an action star. I mean, you could if you were sliced alone, but you got to do a lot of steroids to get there, my friend. Yep. And see, that's what I think Predator was missing is, um, of all things, uh, Bolo Young. Chong Lee! Oh, that would have been epic. You see, that's where they messed up Predators, which was a script that was written in the 80s right after the first movie. And was like, and so it had everything except the casting was so bad. Oh, and imagine, imagine if they had made that instead of Predator Two, and Bolo Young was in it. Uh-huh. Oh man, hold on, we got to make out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it's gonna be great. And I am spent. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm spent. And I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh, yes, I love Bolo Young. So, yeah, it would have been a beautiful movie. Get Bolo Oh, out man. Uh, Arnie again? Yeah. Come on. The Predators have to get their revenge. They drop him on a planet. Come yeah. on. Oh, it would have been pitch black again, but without the pitch black part, and you have Bolo Young on a planet with Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting the Predators. Uh, well, and so. it, it, you you actually have in the comics you actually have like some samurai katana wielding guy who has like a an encounter with a uh, predator just just like uh just like Dutch does and his brother Schaefer. So like imagine that and imagine they bring in his brother Schaefer. Oh, you know, and it's like some big dude like it's like Dolph Lundgren, but Dolph Lundgren has to be on steroids for three months before he can do it. And he's got to be <laughs> super ripped. And, oh man, they, see, we could have had a movie. One of these days, Ghost, we're going to go back in time and we're going to change history. <laughs> Just the important stuff. Yeah, exactly. Every time you say Dutch, I think of that movie Dutch from the 80s that had, um, you know, Al Bundy in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, this, is, this is my juvenile humor here. I think of Dutch ovens. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, Ghost right. gave, us a, gave us a little piece of earlier. <laughs> that's where he got his name. Stuff. Yeah, I was channeling my inner Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really love the creature design for the Predator. Um, I had seen some footage a few years ago where allegedly uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed yeah. to play the Predator in this horrible red suit so that I guess it would achieve the effect of the the camouflage, but like he was way too short to play the part, So and he got mad because... He wasn't going to be, you know, the star of the movie and it would be in an unaccredited role. So then that's when they kind of went back to the drawing board and eventually brought on Stan Winston to do the creature design. And and yeah, then, I, uh, they got Peter Cullen to do the voice. And at first, like he wasn't sure like what kind of voice the creature would have. But then like he turned to like there's some kind of like crab uh, I can't like a horseshoe crab. They make a clicking noise. And that's what inspired him to do the Predator's voice and just it's a, a very scary creature, but not like too scary, but definitely distinct and stands out amongst some of the other lesser uh, aliens from science fiction movies. Okay, I'm very afraid for my top six now that uh, I know that you've read all the same trivia pages yeah. I have. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, gonna be, there I, will be blood. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not very Lovecraftian, right? Like it, it's like very it's like very unique in its own way, right? Like either either we get something that's kind of standard or we get something very Lovecraft. And this is like this is somewhere in its own little creative world that was pretty brilliant. I agree. There's, that was a great point. 
there was something I read in a, a, a Lovecraft-related gaming book that I have, uh, funny enough, talking about uh, some theories behind like what truly is scary uh, to humans. Like, what would a terrifying alien be? And there's this concept that it's hard for humans to imagine an alien that looks like them being terribly violent. So um, the closer to a human that something looks, the more easily it is for them to relate to it and the harder it is for them to be just overtly, directly violent in initial meetings. So the concept of the predator looking humanoid with some, even though it is wholly alien, it still has some human features. I mean, it's got five fingers and it's got what, what we would recognize as like dreadlocks or something like that. So it would be very much like on initial viewing, you're like, this doesn't look quite human, but it looks human enough that I'm kind of weirded out by this weird mix that it is. Yeah. You know, um, whenever I see those gray aliens with the black, big, you know, oval eyes, I, I get horrified. I think of myself in the mirror, <laughs> missing all of my body parts. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. So, yeah, those gray aliens are pretty scary, especially like on uh, Unsolved Mysteries when they would show like the sketch that people right. made after they had been abducted. Those oh. always scared me so much as a kid. It's like, why am I watching this show? I know I'm going to get scared, especially when they would do the true crimes that hadn't been solved. They're like, he could be in your area. Call if you know if you've seen him. <laughs> like, what? The best part about that show is Robert Stack, and in the yes. background, they have actors. They have actors who look like they're doing reports and doing work while he's yep. narrating. I was like, oh, <laughs> even as a kid, I was like, they're not doing anything. I'd be like eight years old. I'd be, they're not doing anything. My parents would be like, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> they're extras. They are getting paid, and they're You're fulfilling, liars. They're fulfilling <laughs> their roles to the union. <laughs> yeah. They are. Look. You, you complain about it all you want, but that gave some people some jobs, okay? <laughs> yeah. And they got they got other jobs later being background reporters and not doing anything in other television shows and movies. Yeah, Little these, stimulus stack. These were the Little best jobs. Stack. They were the best yeah. jobs and they were the best unsolved mysteries. They were huge jobs. <laughs> did you did you pull out a mini flag out of your nose as you said that? You're like, eh. totally. <laughs> uh, no, I, I breathed an American flag shaped cloud. <laughs> so. not of medicinal marijuana okay? of course not no yeah. never touch that stuff no. no it's horrible for you here in mm -hmm. oregon oh. we use the uh legal stuff pure yeah. americano remember we live in texas so yeah. you know nothing is legal here yeah right liquor stores are Be closed on sundays being a human is illegal <laughs> yeah, god bless texas God bless Texas. Everything's bigger, though. You know, bigger, bigger plates I, of food and uh, bigger spaces oh, yes. between the towns. It's crazy. For, for the recording, I love Texas. <laughs> I, I'm not going to hate on it. I absolutely love it. I love, I love, I won't, we won't go into it. It's going to get very naughty. But Texas is awesome. I'll Texas throw one just on top of that. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> I would awesome. yeehaw, but I don't want to be a stereotype. Yeah, we already yeah. rode our horses to work earlier, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> That's beautiful. Get her done. Nothing weirder than, than driving by Sonic and seeing some people sitting at the tables eating with their horses tied to one of the poles. Yeah, which is a real thing. That's not a joke. It's happened. People have horses where we live. Oh, my gosh. Yes. America. This is America. How, no, why would they go to Sonic to feed their horses <laughs> horse meat? No, I think I think they were riding the horses to Sonic so they could eat burgers yeah, and but, the horses could have free grass. They yeah, could eat you, the horse meat. I are know. you really are you really gonna make the poor kid who makes like minimum wage shovel all that horse shit? <laughs> That's know. bullshit. You should be more you should be less of a dick. Yeah. Um, if you're going, if you're going to be riding your horse to Sonic in the middle of a suburban area, yes, you're probably going to be that guy. Imagine yeah. what a smug bastard you'd have to be to just pull up there and push the button on the sign on your horse. <laughs> Can't wait till this kid sees my face. Comes out. <laughs> Could I get eight foot longs? Yeah. Oh my lord. What a what a stupid Canuck. Real Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for our top six? Sure. Hold on. Uh, let me let me let me get a little drinky poo here. Okay. Get, get it going here. Get yourself. Get yeah. yourself lubricated. All right, guys. Here we go. We got the top six answers on the board. 
I have. I only have six questions. I intended to try to do more, but then I thought, oh, that's too much work. So that's yeah. I will get zero. So it's all yeah, good. We'll but work. the cool thing about this one is that Ashley and Joe get to collaborate, and Lee, you're oh. all on your own. That, that's really cool, dude. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. You know what they say about two minds <laughs> that they often trip over each other and make mistakes. That's exactly what they say. Thank you, Joe. I feel welcome. validated. I thought it was like it's a terrible thing to taste or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, can I buy pot from you now? <laughs> I don't smoke pot, but I will if I can have your pot. I think we only ruined one question, um, which is, uh, yeah, we won't even go there. So I still have my all six because I always have an extra. Uh, let's hope we don't have a tie or I'll have to start asking you guys samurai questions. Yes. Please let it be a tie. We will start uh, with. Uh, the BFF. Not me. Yeah, yeah I'm not the case. I, I almost did you just because. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Here we go. Um, according to the interwebs, BFFs, what was the predator's blood made out of? If you don't know, you can obviously just guess. I know. Uh, <laughs> it was made out of lubricant and the materials inside of glow sticks. Yeah, that's right. Glow stick juice and ky jelly i would have just guessed the glow sticks yeah and see that is it, that is literally a night at lee's ah. <laughs> <laughs> see and that's why i knew i couldn't give you that one you'd just be like wait what you're talking about party Sex jelly about saturday, glow sticks, right? party yeah. juice <laughs> yeah okay last saturday night man yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Monday morning, really. One for the ah. BFFs. Um, number two for Leroy. I, I would have actually guessed like the material that makes the like the the deep sea animals glow. You know, because it was kind of glowy. Oh, know? sure. That is a really hard thing to like collect for. That's what I was thinking. It's a, imagine the poor bastard. This no, you got to keep swimming. Keep swimming no, until you find <laughs> more of those glowy things. <laughs> I didn't think what you literally meant it was made out of. I thought you were like saying in fictionally. No. Like, you know, oh, what it's supposed uh, to be kind of stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. I get you. See, and what I thought is it was a ripoff of the, I mean, if you were going fictional, it's a ripoff of the alien's blood, which would actually mm-hmm. burn through the ground and stuff, which I was thought was a really neat um, concept. Oh, that was a badass concept. That's one of the best passive defenses of all time. You make me bleed and you are fucked. Yep. Next move. It's 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 even better than like thorns or the stink that stink bugs put out. It's literally that concept that like I may go, but you are not going to be happy with the results. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Lee, this one's for you. Um, the original script for this movie was meant to be a sequel to a different movie. I can give you more of a clue if you're completely lost mm. on that, but do you know what it is? No, I have no idea, but don't give me any clues. I don't like it when you. I'm only going to give you one clue, and it's not a big one. It was a Sylvester Stallone movie. You know I don't like Sylvester Stallone. Uh, that's why I'm telling you I didn't give you an easy clue. Mm. It wasn't First Blood because that was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. This was going to be a sequel of one of his movies. I have no idea. It, Rocky. It was Rocky. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. Okay. Dude, and you're th- fucking with me. No, I'm not even kidding. They could, <laughs> oh, was originally... how, how would this be a sequel to Rocky? <laughs> yeah, like that's Rocky they... goes fights an alien. Yeah, yeah, that's Ro- what they Rocky's thought. Rocky's thought... va- vacation <laughs> in the uh, Central American jungles, and then it just goes wrong because aliens show up. Well, I think a lot of aspects got added in afterwards. But yeah, the idea was like, how cool would it be? Because Rocky was such an inspiration if he had to like fight aliens, and then scripts get scripts and they get scripted, and here we are. My favorite Rocky thing is Dave Chappelle did a, a, a skit where they asked all these boxers, like, what was more realistic, Rocky or Star Wars? And they were all <laughs> cracking up because they all knew the answer was Star Wars. Right. <laughs> well, it happened in a galaxy far, far away a long yeah. time ago. We don't know what happens out there. It could be real. <laughs> yeah, mentioning Rocky actually reminded me of another scene that I thought was really important in the movie, but we're on the trivia part, so I don't know if you want me to mention it. Yeah, mention it anyway. She didn't get to talk at all. She was too busy chilling and not consuming it. that medicinal <laughs> I really liked at the end of the movie when uh, the Predator could just kill Dutch, like he has him uh, cornered. Uh, his system of the mud has failed him, and then he finally reveals his face to him and throws down his weapon, and they're gonna fight man to man, hand to hand combat. I thought that was a really cool 
uh, reveal that they could have just easily like let's we could either Deus Ex Machina this and have him somehow survive that plasma cannon or whatever weapon it was, but no, like this is more real and gritty. So what made it cool is that um, the the, uh, the the predator was so huge compared to Arnold that he yeah, made yeah. it kind of a, it's like a weak thing. It's kind of a bad. It's 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 sort of a weak um, trope because like. Um, in this case, the predator doesn't have the human pride that we would have. That we would do something as stupid as that. Well, you gotta well, understand. You gotta understand that's not true. There's precedent for this in in the series. So they, the thing they is, have like pride. They're hunters. Yeah. yeah, and they respect you when you when if you show up. If like if you show up on game day, you they respect you for that. They treat you differently. See, because they're your sport. So, like, just like when you, like, let's say, like, you're playing a game, you know what I'm saying on GTA, and somebody shows up on free mode that's, like, level 12, but they play, like, they should be level 5,000. You're like, you know what, dude? Respect. You know, you, you treat him with a little respect. You know, you, okay, yeah. It's the same concept. Like, even though, even though Dutch was clearly the lesser being, he, he was thug life. And, and, and the Predator in, in all, in, not just in this movie, but in the second one, and in the third one, and in Aliens vs. Predator, like there's a there's a sense that they re, they respect the humans that show up when it, when it's time to show up. I, yeah. I hear you. My the one thing that just didn't ring true to me is like when I'm hunting squirrels and a squirrel attacks me, I don't drop my monkey wrench on the ground and run away. I mean, I kill the squirrel with my weapons. I don't drop them. That's because well, you're a coward. What what would you do if a squirrel set clever traps for you though? Yeah, murder it. You know, and then I love it when Arnold's trying to lure the predator in the trap. He's like, "Come on, just kill me, just kill me!" And then you can even—it's very subtle, but you can just see the look in his eye, even though the predator's eye is very small. That he's like thinking, "This is a trap," and he's looking around. He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna walk around." He's and like, then it's like, "Oh, I'm really messed up now." The predator's face is like. I would do something like this. Yeah, for sure. For all our Texas but, listeners, that's like Tony Romo getting faked out by the New York Giants defense all oh. those years. <laughs> um, but talking about the uh, the whole concept of like them treating someone differently that stands up to them, if you think about it, the scene after he kills Billy, he's he's takes the time to like pull Billy's spine and skull out and clean Billy's skull as a trophy, and yeah. he doesn't take that kind of time with the other ones. True. Yeah. Because oh, Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy was real. Like, and, and you might—that's that would have been my natural reaction. Like, I knew I would have lost, but I'd been like, "Fuck it, I'm not running." Like, at least show your face, bro. At least show well, me what you look like, and let's let's dance. And and he and he knew he could do it to buy them time to get away. Yeah, yeah. True. But I mean, Billy was Billy was hardcore. Billy was probably the most underrated character of the 1980s. Take yeah. a note on that. Yeah. I love Boom! Billy I got three. I got three. It passes passes by a voice vote. Boom. Collect that, Congress, you fucks. <laughs> we are on to number three. This is for the BFFs. What was the original title to the film? I don't know. Don't, um, don't, I believe, don't Google. I believe, I'm not yeah. Googling. No, I, my, I, if you, I know you can't see me, but my hands are up. It, I think it's Hunter's. Yeah, close enough. It was Hunter, and the reason they changed it to Predator because there was that really cheesy, a really shit TV show called Hunter. It was like about a cop. Do you guys remember yeah. that? Oh, it was terrible. I yeah. think he had he the 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 it had to do with the gigantic revolver he carried around and crap too, right? Right. It was a ripoff of of Dirty Harry, and they made it yeah. into a show. And it had a guy that looked a lot like um that bald dude from RoboCop, you know, the Weasley yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's two to one, uh, Leroy. Oh man, this is a really hard question. Sweating um, like a horror church on this one, bro. This is a really hard question. Um, the predator is seen in this film without his makeup and all. Um, did you spot him? What? What yep. was the question? Yep, the predator, the guy who plays the predator, I should say, the the actor Kevin Peter Hall. He um he was seen in the film. He made an appearance, a cameo, I guess you could say, in the film, not wearing any of the predator stuff. He was, you know. One is he the, the helicopter pilot gets, that gets capped? It's a CIA operative. No, he's uh. You're close. He was he was the black helicopter pilot seen at the end of the movie, but nobody got killed at the end. So I was like, eh. yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't count. I yeah, had the wrong guy. No, that's a fail. He was not even. He was not even black. Okay, well there you go. 
Um, yeah, he said uh, it said that uh, John McTiernan gave him a brief on-screen role because his work as Predator was so exhausting that they thought he should have an off day to just sit there and be the the helicopter pilot. Just hit the craft yeah. services tent and yeah, yeah, you know, hit on all the ladies. So typically, that was a huge fail. Yeah, yeah but you know, I always I always go hard in the paint. You know? yeah, Wrong answer right away. Do you know, and I like how close it was, so it stings more. Yeah, it, like when I pee. It's brutal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. BFFs, uh, this one is hard, too, um, unless, unless you've got a really good memory uh, when you read the trivia. The, bo- <laughs> the body count. and uh, Oh! The <laughs> body count. Oh, shit. That's a tough one. Yeah, I'm not going to get this one. <laughs> The body count of the movie or the body count of a particular character? Yeah, the whole movie. The yeah, the whole movie. movie. Oh, shit. <sighs> Thank God I didn't get that one because I, I I, would be masturbating and then I would answer. Gross. <laughs> it's not gross. Sex with someone I love. It's beautiful. I'm going to guess, unless you have an idea. No, you go, okay. go for it. <laughs> I'm going to guess like 56. Wow. Um, so the actual number is 69. I'm going to let your competitor call it, whether it's close enough. Uh, they can have it, because 69 is a great number. They can have it. It is. All right. All right. Well, who do you think had most of the kills? Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to say Arnie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, just opening up with that truck with the bomb in the back that's thrown into the, the little meeting house where there's like a dozen dudes... That's a really good way to open. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make you answer one other question about the body count, just because I have the trivia item here. Aside from humans, three other things were killed. Can you name all three of those things? Ooh, that's Mm. fucked up. There was some sort of little, like, rodent-looking creature that the predator killed. There was the pig that Mac killed because he thought it was the creature. That thing was a boar. And the scorpion. And the scorpion. And the scorpion. That is two. That and was that, a great scene because he's like, turn. He's like, turn around, and he's all like, "Why?" He's like, he points, and then he kills a scorpion. And he's like, "Yes, yeah." Bitch. That that rodent escaped actually. It did. Uh, okay, I could have sworn he still blasted it. Okay, so uh, so, so, so something besides the boar and the scorpion. And, the scorpion. and this could have been a trick question if I were a real a hole about it. But uh, the last thing was a predator died. <laughs> Oh, what a dick. (laughs) Hilarious. Okay, so that means uh, you guys have effectively won, I believe, Mm -hmm. especially since you got the hunter as hunters, and he gave you this one. But, Lee, this is your last question. Um, If you throw it out there, you'll be one behind. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the first private citizen in the U.S. to own what particular? A Hummer. Uh Yeah, you got it. I know cars like the back of my hand, dude. I love cars. It's because you're always sitting on the back of your hand. Uh, exactly. It's so great <laughs> when I sit and twirl. I'll tell you about it later. But yeah, uh, lo- the, he was he was he was the first citizen to get a Hummer, and I don't know why because they're total pieces of shit. Because he's rich Hello? and he didn't have to worry about like me. Oh, fun fact: he always gets to sh- he always gets to keep every gun he shoots in every movie. Hmm. Did you know that? Okay, that Lee. Fun. Really quickly, one question for you: um, What does he get to keep from every movie? The whore that they... That they <laughs> nope, it was guns. You're such a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nine problems, but a whore ain't one. Congratulations, right, so. BFFs. You are the uh, official winner of the top six Predator. Uh, you, nice. you, you get internet cred, is all. Yay, yeah. internet cred is mm-hmm. the only cred we need. Yeah, it's or true. Afford. At the moment. <laughs> um, I have a question for you guys, a bit of trivia. I like it. There's a there's a little bit of a, of an action another action star that's in this movie. He's not doesn't play a huge role in the movie, um, but he starred in another movie with Arnold that came out in the same year, The Running Man. Do you know who this actor was? Do you know? I actually had that on my list. I love The Running Man, by the way. That girl that's in, that, my, in that movie. That's one of my favorites. She's so hot. She's like the hottest. I'll leave it to you, Lee. Name name the name. Okay, hold on. So there was the fat hockey guy, there was the chubby guy that was smart, there was the guy with the glasses that was nerdy. There was I, I am hockey. gonna, 
I'm going to exclude one because it's the obvious one. I'm going to exclude Jesse Ventura, but oh. it's another person that doesn't have oh. a big role. Ah, see, yeah, that's, that's Jesse's one of the bad guys. He's the guy, isn't he the guy who drives the doom buggy? Uh, no, Jesse was like the the Patriot character, the Captain. Oh, that's Harris right. He style. was the badass one at the end. Who was um, who was also kind of like a like I didn't really want to fight anymore. I I'm already a celebrity. What do yeah. I got to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, well, that that was my answer, so that, you just stole that, stole that from me. That, that Canuck was like, no, you got to do it for the show. That one girl, she kept making all those prizes. I have no idea. Who was it, dude? That's um, it is it is the guy who played the security guard, or the bodyguard guy in uh, Running Man, who showed up at the very end, and you're like, oh, man, it's going to be an awesome fight between the two of them, and he's like, no. No man. way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sven Oleg Torsen is his name. Uh, and he uh, he played the Russian agent guy that was in the village in the beginning. The dude with the gray hair and the beard that shot the dude in the head, and then Arnold busted in the office and shot him in the torso. Nice. Yeah. Good. 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 Good call. That's he was crazy. in a he was in a show I grew up watching that I loved so much called uh, Captain Amer- Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. <laughs> Sounds exciting. It's not. No. no. <laughs> it's one of those, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, it, it, it's hey, more like... Hey, you shut your mouth and you besmirch my turtles, you faggot. It's, it's more like something like if you took uh, Terminator, but the Survivor's also had powered armor and jets. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, but following um, top six Cinema Bushido rules, that means uh, Lee is deducted another point. That brings him back down to, like, <laughs> two, I think, or something like that. It's It's... It's bad I can't him. believe that Rocky won one. Like, <laughs> I, I after that I was like, I don't even care how this turns out. I got Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, and it was right by the yeah. skin. You were just like, it was no. like you're like I give up. It was like autism, no, but close. Nice. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, wonderful guys. Um, let's talk for a minute more about uh, what you guys have going on in the future. We talked about the. BFFs, uh, you said that your backlog is over and you're back to bi-weekly episodes. Uh, what's on the agenda? We don't know yet because we do not know the fan friction participants' answers, so we'll have to see what they submit to see if there's oh, anything right. that we haven't seen yet. So, I mean, knowing the way the show works, there's gonna inevitably have... going to be at least one thing that we haven't seen, so we'll, we'll how, decide. It's how a mystery. Many you- how many U.S. dollars would I have to bribe you, theoretically, theoretically, okay. <laughs> to make C-130, a.k.a. Herskules, the reigning champ? I mean, because, I mean, listen, let me tell you something about the reigning champ. He's, 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 he's kind of like a little bit of Joe, a little bit oh. of Ashley, a little bit of oh. Ghost. You know, he's kind of <laughs> smart, kind of off the wall, uh, gregarious at times. Oh, I mean, you know, we, 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 you know, I think it would be better for fan friction if, if the league had a reigning champ, you know. So what, <laughs> what would we really need to do to make that happen? And not record? well, you you would have to you would have to talk to Jack about that. He's the one that makes the judgment calls on like people's questions and answers. We just uh, make sure they're not lying. Yeah, we don't have any clout. Uh, so you can pay us money, but it might not make a difference. This isn't the WWE here. Do you we know what? You guys are just um, underestimating your value. You just make up that everybody else is lying all the time about <laughs> everything. <laughs> so, so, but then that, but see, that I don't like your tie. Liar. What if they're what if they're lying well and it's entertaining and that's that's a point in their favor? And yeah, no, you could just be like, no, no, Kimber said that. Uh, that Sylvester Stallone was in Rocky, for example, and you'd be like, that's just not true. She's full <laughs> of shit. She's full of shit. It, that wasn't him. That was, his, that was his brother, Frank Stallone. Exactly. Oh, yep. yep. It's, it's on the handicapable. Yeah. He's mentally challenged. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't make it's, fun of him. It's on the internet. It makes it real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just go change all the Wikipedia articles to yeah. fit our narrative. Absolutely. Wildly shot it. Wildly uh, re-edit constantly so it stays that way for the duration of fan friction. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a plan, guys. A coup, as you, as <laughs> we've got it down. No, seriously. So that yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to to watch. Uh, I know you guys recently watched the raid, which uh, that made me yes. very excited to the point that I said, "Oh, you got to see the raid. It is one of my favorite oh, martial arts." So films. good. It's so amazing. It's so. I told him not to interrupt me when I have sex, but yeah. he does never. 
It's true, but That's I have to. Dude, have you seen the raid? No, okay. Can't get on that. <laughs> I'm like, you just you just bought me an extra two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm excited about us watching the raid because it'll get uh, Miss Davis here to watch uh, Ip Man with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because oh, sinful! You should watch that. Uh, Donnie it's Yen so is so freaking awesome. The the first two are brilliant. He's my yes. hero. I wouldn't even go to number two, but number one is is absolute perfection in terms. It's of art. That, that kind of movie, yeah. It's really just a lot because of people it's not. Compl- go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not just a fantastic action movie. There's. There's a lot of the historical relevance to it, and it's. It's well acted, and the the designs are fantastic. It's. It's. It is a masterpiece just beyond the art of the martial arts in it. Yeah, and a lot of people have um, to take exception with the film because uh, in it, like uh, Ip Man doesn't get like hit at all. Like he's just a badass beginning to end, and they like number two better because he gets like the crap beat out of him at one point. And I just call bullshit on that kind of thing. Like if you're the best at a particular martial art whatever and you're the best let's not play games with it just to create fake tension like yeah i like watching the artistry of the most badass guy kicking everyone's asses two things actually what would the ninja turtles do they'd watch it man i mean that's a given secondly secondly frank dukes could kick his ass your move (laughs) (laughs) poor frank dukes Um. He couldn't do anything. I mean, that poor guy would have his ass handed to him for like no. the 18th time in his life. Quickest knockout ever in the, in, in the, at the time. 56 consecutive knockouts. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yip Man is based on like historical fact, and Frank Dukes has been proven to be a complete fraud over and over again. So Dukes Kundo or whatever it's called and, and, and Orlo Young. Come on. Come on. Yeah. All right. Although it doesn't yeah, matter doesn't matter that it's fake. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's you know what? Like it's like it's like if I said Superman could kick uh, Ant Man's ass, you'd be like, of course. You but know, could, he, could well, yeah, because that's the most OP character of all time. Like it's the but dumbest, he, most OP character of all time. Batman could whoop his ass too. Batman could Batman would murder him. Ant Man. Uh, yes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, it, it really depends. That's the thing. Mind I always touch. like. There's there's all these like one sided fights people point out. I'm like some of them are some of them are situational based. Okay, let me just throw this out here. Something like Ant Man, people underestimate his power because if he could just like get into your nose or into your body and then make himself big again, he would explode uh, from inside out. Yep. I mean, That's Batman so could not live through That's that. So gay. You're so Look, gay. there's there's only one there's only one character in anything ever that if you said can person A beat this person I would say no this person will always win and it's Saitama from the anime One Punch Man. Okay, I got a One Punch. I got a response. I got a response. So there's a there's a Lovecraftian guy. I can't remember the god's name, but like all the other gods, they play these like they they play these instruments because. The theory is is that if he ever wakes up, we all die. Like we're all it's, just different. Uh, it's Azathoth. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but it's that guy. it's Azathoth. Azathoth because he is he is the center of the universe. And, yeah, and he if he wins. were to if he were to wake up, well, it's not even that he fights. He just kind of wakes up and rolls over and farts, and we're all dead. Yeah, you're all dead. I'm winning. But you know, you guys are forgetting one of the greatest greatest character superheroes of all time i mean uh frank dukes no this is this is for this is for my christian homies it's jesus christ baby he could use his magic powers and kill everyone right now just by thinking it just by thinking it no it's it's not that he would do that he would just come back after they're all dead from old age oh because he can he can can do that he just comes back i mean he's awesome yeah he would turn the other cheek because he He would Right, right. There you go. It's 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 the same it's the same thing. The argument people have had before, like who would win, Goku or Superman? I'm like they wouldn't fight. Like they wouldn't seriously fight oh, right. because they the, they don't have a, the, they don't have a reason to. And the real answer is is Superman. Well, Goku there's the thing. Die. So if you gave Jesus enough trouble, like you stole his tunic, and uh, I don't know, you took away his wine power, so he couldn't get look. Drunk. There's uh, only <laughs> there's only like one person or one group of people he's ever been horribly violent against and it's money lenders and bankers okay. so if you're a banker jesus might get a whip out and start beating you with it but that's about that's about as far as i think it goes well okay. i think we all agree that bankers are the first people in hell but yeah, well, uh you know I, jesus have... would jesus would say that if if he stole his tunic that he would give him his sandals same yeah, right boom oh. 
Ghost, you don't know enough about Christianity to bash it. I could bash it with it. But, but maybe he'd box. wear his sandals as like a makeshift speedo, and that would, and then everyone would make fun of him, and then he would go on a killing spree because Jesus don't put up with that. You know what I'm saying? He would just be like, I, you know what? I, he put up. He put up with being on the cross. I'm pretty sure he put up with like not having his sandals to cover his. Yeah, junk. ghost, ghost. Can I buy crack from you? Because <laughs> these aren't even. Good okay, I'm like, done with this kind of thing. This sounds like the worst spec script for uh, Passion of the Christ 2 yeah. that was written by like an 18 year old that was like. That was. They, that... they thought that they could be a screenwriter and they had this great idea to share it with the world. We're going to take this Jesus. They're going to take the Jesus narrative and make it into an action film. And, <laughs> and okay. then it eventually became Predator. Ashley? <laughs> Ashley? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, everybody, copyright 2017 Cinema Bushido. <laughs> yeah, I feel better. The Passion of the Christ too. Jesus Revenge. He lives. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Uh guys, thanks a lot. This has been a lot of fun. Predator is truly awesome. Um Predators is coming out what later this year? Um and according... No, Predators Predators is already released. It okay. So what's the, what are they calling the new one? They calling the Predator it Predator or something like that? Yeah. The Predators. They call it... They're calling it Don't Drink Your Juice While in the Hood or something like that. <laughs> Don't drink the green juice in the woods that falls on leaves. They're, 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 call, they're calling it Not As Good As 300. Boom. Aww. He's yeah. very excited about the 300 right now. All right. Well, guys, thanks a lot. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having us.